Hi guys, hello boys and girls, hello my dear fellow foreign English speakers, it's Robbie here from EnglishAmic.com and uh, welcome back to my video blog. Today I'm going to respond to a particular question that I received from uh, one of my blog uh, readers and uh, let me read it out first and then we're going to address it, okay? So, when I speak in English without translating from a native language, which is the right way to do it, right? If you translate, you just can't speak normally, so rule number one stop translating right so if i speak it that way i face problem of tenses basically i cannot decide immediately which form of the verb should be used and all that so please let me know how i can deal with it do you have any articles posted on your blog and if yes send me links uh, or else please let me know the solution now here's the deal i have a number of articles that uh, are related to this particular issue but i'm gonna wrap it all up in a single video here, right? Because I haven't actually created a, a single article or a video addressing this particular question. How can I decide which tense or which form of the verb I have to use when I speak, when I do it on the go, basically? How do I decide, okay? And here's an interesting thing, my friends. Over the years, I've actually, I would imagine I've covered like all imaginable aspects of the English language and the fluency issues, all aspects imaginable, right? I just made a small mistake. Forgive me for that, but that's what I'm all about. I'm making mistakes just like you guys. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect, okay? So, uh, what I was going to say is I've, I've covered hundreds and hundreds of different things when it comes to English fluency improvement, but there's always a specific question that I haven't answered, and that's how I create these videos, because when I read the email, I, I realized immediately that this would make a perfect video, because I've never actually answered this particular question, how do I decide what tense of the what tends to go with and uh, which form of the verb to go with. So, first of all, let me just tell you, right, when uh, obviously you would be familiar with the whole concept of collocations in phraseology and word groups, right? That's what our English language is built from, word groups, and we have to learn those word groups that would enable us to speak fluently. We don't just stick words together well if we have the fluency issues whereby we stick the words together as we speak, we do it, but that's the wrong way. If you want to speak naturally, just like native English speakers do, then you would be using ready-to-go phrases and sentences in word groups, okay? So, as you go about your uh, phrase phraseology acquisition, first of all, what I'm going to tell you is you would be learning word groups that would already contain all the tenses and the correct forms of verbs in them. That is the, the, the main point, basically. The most important thing to bear in mind. And here's a typical example. Conditional sentence type tree, okay? Had I, I would have. And uh, let me give an example, right off, off top of my head. Had I, uh, had I not started running all those years ago, I would have stayed, uh, I would have remained a, an overweight man, okay? But just because I've been running now for eight years in, in a row or something like that, I'm maintaining a decent physique and uh, I'm maintaining a healthy body weight. So had I not been running all these years, I would have remained a fat person, basically, right? Let's call spade a spade. And uh, you may 
think when you look at this particular grammar construct, uh, had I, I would have, that's a very difficult grammar construct, how to wrap your head around it, right? But all you gotta do is just memorize it. Had I, I would have. And then when it becomes your second nature, you don't have to think about when you have to use that, use that tense. You will automatically know when to use it just because you've memorized that particular grammar construct. Okay, and the same goes with uh, simpler expressions such as I would have thought. It's a typical expression used when, and by the way, you can click on these links right here because I'm changing them as I'm uh, going along and basically I'm inserting the relevant links and you can click right on them in the video uh, and it's going to take you to my blog article and you'll be able to read it and watch the relevant video and all that. So I would have thought native English speakers use this expression to express the simple fact that uh, they thought that something was the case, but it turned out differently, right? So, I would have thought that Jimmy Jimmy was gone on holidays, but I saw him at work yesterday. What's, what's the deal? Why is he back? I would have thought that he's gone on holidays, right? So, once you memorize that phrase, I would have thought it contains all the necessary grammar, all the tenses, the verb forms and all that in it. You don't have to decide anything, if you know what I mean. The decision-making is uh, taken out of the equation, so to speak. Once you memorize a ready-to-go phrase, it's all wrapped up, okay, in a single package. You just memorize it and use it, and then there's no decision-making. But uh, here's the deal, right? Obviously, it's all nice and well, but when you speak, when you speak at great lengths, obviously at some stage down the line, you will come across a situation when you have to make that decision, because obviously you wouldn't be just using uh, word for co groups and collocations and phraseology constantly. You will be making sentences as you all, uh, go along, because there's no possible scenario whereby you can take like a hundred different phrases and create your speech purely out of them without using a single additional word, right? Obviously, you would be using those phrases all the time, but you would have to join them together, forming sentences, okay? So, how do you decide then which tense to use when the, when the situation demands? Here's the rule of thumb that I would go by, okay? The present progressive tense, and this is something that I haven't actually heard anyone else saying. No English teacher would have told me that, and I haven't actually read it anywhere. But over the years, as I've been working with my own English, and I've been creating hundreds of articles and videos for my blog for you guys to enjoy, I've realized that the progressive, the, the present progressive tense, basically, I'm doing something, right? I'm doing, is uh, the most... Uh, the, the most universal tense, so to speak. You can use it to refer to any uh, any event happening in the past, in the now, and in the future. And here's a, exactly what I'm talking about, right? Talking about uh, present actions, right? Obviously, you'd be using the, the present uh, continuous tense, okay? And the, this is the link you can click on, present... can present continuous substitute present simple tense, right? Because obviously, we are all taught that when describing actions that are ongoing at this particular moment in time, we would definitely have to use the present progressive tense. But what about general activities that you engage in uh, on a regular basis? 
they teach you that you have you have to use the present simple but basically i work in such such company i go to work every day by bus blah 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 so all those actions have to be described using present simple tense and only that tense right but here's the deal conversationally people use present progressive interchangeably with the present uh, simple tense just like i said click on this link read the article read it once read it two times till it registers and then you'll realize what i'm talking about right basically i can easily say i'm always driving to 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 the college on the motorway i'm always taking the motorway because it's easier i just use the present progressive tense i didn't say i always take the motorway even though i could have said it but just because i chose to use the present progressive doesn't make it incorrect so here's a typical example how the present progressive works in in both situations whenever you're referring to typical actions or actions that are ongoing at this particular moment in time speaking of past events you may want to read this article english conversational past tense right conversationally when people talk about past events they oftentimes kind of imagine them themselves in that event and they kind of bring all those memories back and they talk about them as if they're going on at this moment in time so the past becomes the present and obviously you can use the present progressive tense to refer to past uh, events okay and uh, just like i said read the article listen to the video watch it and it'll all make sense and speaking of the future where's the article yeah this is the article forget about will future tense use progressive uh, present progressive instead basically this is one of the biggest mistakes made by you guys you would be using the will future basically i will do it all the time when referring to future events but more often than not native english speakers wouldn't be actually using the will tense you, they would be saying either going to do something right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go shopping today right or i'm going which is more about events that you've planned but you don't necessarily have to analyze the whole thing and think about hold on is that an event i planned or is that uh, is it something i didn't really plan but i'm going to do it anyway you can just stick with the rule of thumb of using present progressive okay i'm going shopping tonight so tonight we're going to to the movies tonight we're getting a takeout and eating burgers and tacos right so whenever you're in doubt stick with the present progressive and this was the second point i was trying to make the first one was learn ready to go english speech patterns collocations phraseology and all that and they will already contain all the necessary grammar in it you won't have to conjugate anything and then when it comes to these decisions as to which tends to use as you join sentences together and as you talk about things that you wouldn't be normally talking about and there would be less phraseology to use in those type of conversations just go with the pre uh, present progressive i'm struggling to pronounce the the name of the tense for some reason right present progressive or present continuous different sources refer to the same tense differently right but it's the same thing so use that one as your basic tense okay and you won't go wrong with it all right so that'd be the laying the the ground rules so to speak and then there's a few few more yeah you can read this article three basic grammar rules necessary for fluent english okay so the first one is 
how to use the past perfect. I had done, done it, basically, when talking about events that happened before a specific timeline. Then you use the past perfect, okay? And uh, the second rule is the first conditional. If I do it, I will. A lot of foreigners would make the mistake of saying, if I will do it, I, something else will happen, but it's wrong. Uh, whenever you use words such as if and when, you, you, you have to use the simple present tense in, the, in that clause and then followed by the will future, right? So that's the second rule. And the third one was, oh yeah, future tense, the same thing I already told you about, right? Basically, you don't have to use the will future tense, which is way overused among us foreigners. You just have to go with the present progressive, I'm doing it or going to future, which conversationally becomes gonna, I'm gonna do it, right? And that's actually what people use in conversations uh, on the street all the time. I'm gonna would be even more used than the present progressive, right? But just like I said, if you use present progressive as your basic tense, you won't, you won't go wrong with it, okay? So I hope that this is helpful to you. Thanks for asking the question. And obviously, if you have any further questions, you are welcome to pose them in the comment section below, my friends. Thanks for watching. Catch you soon. Bye-bye.